0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا بني أقم الصلاة وأمر بالمعروف وانهى عن المنكر واصبر على ما أصابك إن ذلك من عزم الأمور ولا تصاعر خدك للناس ولا تمشي في الأرض مرحا إن الله لا يحبك إلا مختال فخور في مشيك بغض من صوتك إن أعنكر الأصوات يا صوت الحمير Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Tonight is the 21st night of the blessed month of Ramadan and I have a very important topic to discuss This topic is the connection between the believer and his creator, the public and himself as well as the believer's manners Let us begin with the first lesson of my teachers. Son Ya Ya in Sirot Ibn Hisham, when the Muslims migrated to Medina, Ibn Hisham said, وقيمة Salat," or the prayer has been established. The Prophet ﷺ and the Muslims were already praying before they migrated. So what did he mean by the prayer was established after the migration to Medina? It meant Islam became implemented and the people started living according to Islam only after the Hijrah. And we know that Salah is the most outwardly visible aspect of the Deen, and that is why Ibn Hisham said, Salat." Indicating that Salah represents the whole of Islam and that is why Luqman saying Is an indication to not only pray but also to establish the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Establishing the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means to build a community that lives under and enforces the rules of Islam In every aspect of our lives from politics, economics, social matters, etc Luqman continues on by saying Luqman then goes on to tell his son to enjoy the good and forbid the evil now we must ask ourselves, who defines what is good and what is evil? While non-Muslims define the good and evil from their minds, we Muslims know that only Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la can define what is good and what is evil. So what does enjoying the good and forbidding the evil even mean? To enjoy the good is to encourage, reward, and praise the good actions of others. The Prophet taught us, to forbid, taught us how to forbid the evil when he says, whosoever you see an evil, let him change it with his hand, and if he is not able to do so, then let him change it with his tongue, and if he is not able to do so, then with his heart, and that is the weakest of faith. In this hadith, Rasulullah portrays the importance of forbidding the evil by commanding us to even hate it in our hearts, and that is the lowest level of Iman. However, we must remember that the Prophet says, and if he is not able to do so. This tells us that the steps are not by choice, but in a specific order. Which is first to change it with his hands if he cannot then with his voice and if he cannot then he should hate it in his heart brothers and sisters if this is the lowest level of iman imagine our iman if we do not even hate it in our hearts Lokman then speaks of the inevitable consequences of establishing the deen of allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la by telling his son and bear with patience whatever befalls you Lokman knew that whoever enjoins enjoins what is good and forbids what is evil will inevitably encounter harm or annoyance from people. So he told his son to be patient. This applies to us in our daily lives, when people will attempt to call you off by saying you are not qualified to speak on any Islamic matter, even when they know that what you say is true, and when people may try to hurt us, even physically, when attempting to forbid the evil. In <inaudible> Verily, these are some of the important commandments. This means being patient when people cause harm or annoyance is one of the most important commandments that Allah has given us. The following ayah is The second lesson Luqman teaches his son is about the manners of the believer. He says and turn not your face away from man with pride the a man tells his son to turn his face away from people when you speak to them or when they speak to you, looking down on them in an arrogant fashion. Rather, we should be gentle towards them and greet them with a cheerful face, as the Rasul ﷺ says in part of a hadith. Even if it is only by greeting your brother with a cheerful countenance and beware of letting your lower garment trail below your ankles, for this is a kind of boasting and Allah does not like boasting. This hadith shows the importance of staying humble even in your clothes and walk. The ayah continues with Nor walk in insolence through the earth. This tells us not to be boastful, arrogant, proud and stubborn in our walk. It also portrays the importance and intensity of boastfulness when Allah says in continuation with the ayah that He hates those who do this إِنَّ اللَّهَ Verily, Verily, Allah likes not any arrogant boaster. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also portrays the importance of any unboastful walk when He says in another surah and walk not on the earth with conceit and arrogance. Verily you can neither rend nor penetrate the earth, nor can you attain a stature like the mountains and heights. The next ayah states Wokosutfi Mashika in Hamir. continues to teach his son about manners when he says in the following ayah Mashika, and be moderate in your walking. Lukman tells his son to walk in a moderate manner, neither slow nor excessively fast. your and lower your voice. He then goes on to tell him not to exaggerate in his speech and be moderate in his tone when speaking with others. Hamir, Verily, the harshest of all voices is the braying of the donkeys. Allah is comparing the, the loud voice to the sound of a donkey. Mujahid and others said, The most ugly of voices is the voice of the donkeys. When a person raises his voice, the resulting, song, the resulting noise is like the voice of a donkey in its loudness. Moreover, this is hateful to Allah. This is very useful advice that Luqman gives to his son. Many other words of advice were also narrated from him, some examples of which are when Imam Ahmed recorded that Ibn Umar said, the Messenger of Allah said, Luqman the wise used to say, when something is entrusted to the care of Allah, he protects it. It was narrated that As-Sari ibn Yahya, Luqman said to his son, wisdom puts the poor in the company of kings. What we learn from Naqman's advice to his son in these three ayat is that the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses three aspects. One, our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he commanded his son to establish his Allah which includes praying and establishing the deen and rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Two, the relationships with other people when he tells his son to enjoy the good and forbid the evil and be patient with with the people's negative responses to it. Three, the relationships with ourselves when Luqman told his son, as an example, to be humble with himself and those around him and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hates those who are arrogant and boastful. In conclusion, the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a comprehensive deen and applies to every aspect of our lives. I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we not only learn this advice, but also apply it in our daily lives. Amin.